My name's Fee McGuire and I'm reading one of Pam McKay's stories today called The Cherry Ball. It has been a long time since the young girl came in asking me to write this story. This is, I believe, the longest it has taken me to get her to reconnect. I get so caught up in my garden, but I do love writing their stories, so I shall try again. I'm sitting at my desk, waiting for the young lady to come in. I see someone placing her hand in a bowl of cherries and taking one out. She's very tall and slim, and she looks like she's from the 1920s. Her dress is beautiful. The way she walks tells me she is very confident. She flops herself into a chair with a cherry sticking out of her mouth. She makes a funny face at me saying, it took you long enough. I apologized straight away. Leaning over towards me with one elbow on her knee and the cherry still sticking out of her mouth, she asked me, where do we go from here? I asked her where she'd like to go. She stood up very quickly and straightened her dress. If I wanted a smart answer, I would have used someone else. She started to walk away. I went towards the cherry bowl. I was just about to lift it up when I felt her behind me. She said rather quickly, don't you dare. Now I know there is a connection between her and the bowl of cherries. I sat down and she sat down beside me. Well, what do I do from here? I asked. Why is the bowl of cherries so important? She didn't say anything. Standing up again, she reached out for my hand, walking out of the room and over to a small bridge. What do you see? I looked around, I couldn't see anything. She pointed, and I saw someone lying on the ground. The young lady said, I found her, but she was already dead. That's my sister, not my real sister, my stepsister, but I loved her very much. My mother died when I was 11 years old, and we didn't really get on at first, but that later we were inseparable. Something happened. My father said I was no longer allowed to be with her. I loved him, but why he would not tell me. He just gave me that look. The bowl of cherries was a sign that one of us was waiting in the garden. I never told my father or my stepmother, but I don't think they were interested anyway. My stepmother never seemed to be around anymore, and my father spent more time on his own. One night, I sneaked down and the cherry bowl was gone. I looked everywhere, but I couldn't find it. I went to my sister's room, but it was empty, and most of her clothes had already gone. I looked around for her diary, but that was gone too. I was so annoyed that I marched into my father's bedroom, asking, where is she? He asked, who? I shouted, you know. I shouted at him and demanded to know where she was. I don't know and I don't care, he replied, pulling the sheet over his face. I walked away, knowing it would be a waste of time. I walked down the stairs and out into the garden towards our favourite place, and there she lay. Her face was bleeding, and her eyes were wide open. I gently knelt down and closed her eyes. I picked her up in my arms and told her how much I loved her. 
As the tears fell from my eyes onto her forehead, I slowly wiped them away with my scarf. I said, what am I going to do without you? Rocking her from side to side. I slowly laid her back down and walked back to the house. I went straight to her bedroom and lay on the bed, crying into her pillow. I shouted, I love you, again and again, until I heard the sirens. After a while, the commotion died down and a police officer came to ask my mother for permission to speak with me. I slowly walked down the stairs. He was holding my scarf. Is this yours? he asked. I told him, yes. He walked towards me, but before he could reach me, I ran out the door, down the steps, into the garden shed and bolted the door. I knew my life was never going to be the same. I saw the pitchfork that had been lazily laid there. I stood it up, propped it in between the gates, and then I ran towards it until I felt it in my chest. I cried out. The pain was agony. I felt very lonely, and all I could see was the mist. And then I saw her, my sister, walking towards me, asking me, what have you done? I couldn't live without you. I knew you would understand. I felt her arms around me, slowly holding me tightly. I heard her humming our favorite song. The lights were getting dim, and the humming was getting louder. I couldn't feel the pain anymore as my sister took hold of my hand and we started to walk towards the light together. Then I thought I'd better explain about the bowl of cherries. I sat there for a moment, wondering why she had brought me here. No reason at all, really. It's just that we needed the bowl of cherries. We could only picture them before, but with your kind help, we will carry the memories and the bowl of cherries with us. You see, that was the only thing we knew that made us happy. We didn't want you to think we were not grateful to you for helping us. Then looking at each other and smiling. It was not just a bowl of cherries. It was always there for us. It was turned to the, if it was turned to the left, facing the window, it told us where the other one was. She smiled at me with a beautiful smile and they were both gone. <laughs>